all full of authentic points of view. Myself alone have at least 22. They come from the things that we have been through. Those things can either make or break you. Life is full of ups and downs. It's our choice to either smile or frown. Please choose to smile today. Because it's one thing that's free to give away. People say that life isn't hard. It's what you make of it. But what if only struggle surrounds you? What can you take from it? Life can be hard and some things aren't fair. Please listen to others just to be aware. All I'm saying, you never know what someone's going through. Just because they look happy doesn't make it true. Hopefully this podcast will help you see. You are not alone. You have at least got me. We are more alike than you may know. But if we stay quiet, we will never grow. Don't ever give up because you got this. If you quit, think of all the opportunities that you could miss. Everybody and welcome to Authentic Points of View. I'm your host, Danielle Booer. Yay. I am so excited about today's guest. You don't even understand how excited I am. Okay, so I literally have been following her, which sounds like a stalker, but not in that sense, <laughs> for so long on social media. And um, she is such a great person because I reached out to her and I'm thinking "Eh, she's not going to see it or she's not going to write me back and she did so this is going to be such a great experience and a learning experience uh, hopefully for us all and um, it probably will help so many parents out there and that's what we want to do and that's her purpose too I believe so um, so excited about that so Beth Leipoltz is a mother a hearing mother of a deaf child And he's awesome, by the way. Love him. He's so fun. And she wrote a new book called ABCs of Inclusion. And she's here to talk about it. So welcome, Beth, to the show. Hey, thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you so much. Like I said, like, I was so excited when you wrote me back. It makes me sound like a fanboy, but I'm sorry. (laughs) But I was like, oh my gosh, I'm really honest. (laughs) Listeners know how honest I am, sometimes brutally honest about stuff, but but it's just me being real. I was like, that is so cool because how patient you are and, and how strong you are. And, um, I've been a parent for 21 years now. And so I've been through a lot and I was a teen mom and I've been through a lot. So I'm like, Oh man. And I, I know sometimes I have lost my patience. So just to watch you be so kind and, and patient and, you know, 
Anyway, so, um, all right. So, Cooper, um, like we said, that's your son. And how was your pregnancy with him? Was he full term or was he born early or? Yeah, so he he was a surprise from the beginning, is what I always wow. like to say. <laughs> we found out I was pregnant like 36 hours after we got engaged, actually, on vacation. Wow. So it was, yeah, a lot from the beginning. Um, so it was it was pretty normal up to, I would say, like around 30 weeks. I um, was being seen a couple times a week because my placenta had aged too quickly, is what they told me. So wow. I was getting monitored twice a week. Um, and then from there, it just kind of... It was normal for a while. And then my blood pressure towards the end started getting pretty high. Um, I'd worked out my whole pregnancy and I had to kind of stop doing that. Um, and then at a follow-up appointment, it was just really high. And he ended up, we were induced at like 37 and a half weeks is when he was born. Okay. So not like terribly early by any means, but earlier than, you know, he would have made his own arrival. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you had, is it preeclampsia that you had or what is? It, no, no, it didn't get to that point. They just okay. wanted to be you know, proactive about avoiding anything like that. Well, that's good. Um, so, okay. So 37 and a half, that's not bad at all. I mean, that's like still, um, they wouldn't say full term. What's 38 is, well, 40 is full term, but 38 is typically, I think is like, a. I think, now I'm a nurse, which is funny, but I've never been labor and delivery though. So I don't know much about that yeah. stuff um and i don't claim to be to know it either <laughs> never uh but i like to learn so now when did you find out that he was deaf and what tests were done to determine that he was deaf yep um so we we were in the hospital i think like two days and two nights um and before we left on that last day, they just kind of casually mentioned, you know, he didn't pass the newborn screening that's mandatory in Minnesota for all newborns. Um, mm -hmm. I think most states by now, but it was kind of a like nonchalant thing. Like they didn't seem very concerned about it. It kind of is a fairly common thing to happen actually. And usually mm -hmm. it's fine. Um, so they were like, you know, just bring him back in a couple of weeks. We'll redo it. It will probably be fine. And so it was kind of like in the back of my head, but, you know, didn't think a ton of it. And took him home and just kind of were in our, you know, little newborn baby bubble. Um, and he actually was born with a big swash of white hair in the front, which he still has under his darker hair. Um, and so I had posted in like a Facebook group I was in because I was just curious, you know, like if any anybody else's babies had ever had that and if they like grew out of it, was it like a birthmark? I didn't know. Um, and somebody commented and we're still friends to this day because she's like the one who turned like brought this up to me, but she's like, I've heard that's a, you know, indicator of Wardenberg syndrome. And I had never heard of Wardenberg syndrome. Like, you know, and you hear syndrome anything and it's scary, but of course you go and Google it, <laughs> which is not always the best idea. Um, but as I was doing that, it was like, I was reading, you know, a list of all the indicators and it was, um, honestly, it was kind of like reading a checklist, like just a lot of his characteristics aligned with it. And then I got to the part where like being deaf or having any level of, you know, hearing loss is a really common component. And I was just kind of like, like everything just kind of froze. Like I just kind of knew in that moment, like mm -hmm. we had been home a couple weeks and he just, he wasn't responding to any, we have three big dogs. Um, I'm loud, you know, he hadn't startled at anything. And so I was like, I want to get him back in like the next day. So we called our local hospital, got back in, did that same screening. But the thing with that screening is they can only tell you if it's pass or fail. Right. Like there's no, there's no indication of like what the in-between might be. Mm -hmm. um, so it was the same result as before where he didn't pass. Um, and that can be a, that's hard language too. A lot of times people like to say they referred, which basically just means like 
they needed farther testing. So that's the boat that we were in. Um, I obviously had already read about Warnberg syndrome. So I brought that up to our family doctor that was recommended to us specifically because of this. Um, and he was great. He put in a re- referral immediately to go down to um, Children's Hospital in Minneapolis. So that's where we had like our final um, or, you know, like his actual diagnosis test, which is called an ABR. So auditory brainstem response. And that's about two hours long. Um, and, you know, it's best if baby like sleeps through it. So it was a really kind of nerve wracking experience because it's two hours of just silence and testing your baby. And you just kind of sit there and you know that they're seeing things and hearing, you know, yeah. not hearing things, but seeing results on the screen and not able to tell you. Um, so that was, he was six weeks old when we did that. And that's when we got like his official diagnosis, um, profound hearing loss, meaning he really couldn't hear anything. Wow. Yeah, that's so it is typical for them to fail. My one son failed the hearing test, actually. And um, and so that can be they like write it off, but it could be scary. And so I was 18 when I had him and I was like, huh? And they're like, no, it doesn't mean anything. I'm like, don't say that he failed something to me, you know, so I can only imagine and you know, the fact that he wasn't startled by anything like that's gonna be did, did he cry when he was born or? Yep. Yeah, okay. he's always been very loud. Yeah, he yep. He that all was pretty normal. So okay. Yeah, my son that failed the hearing test this is why I asked because he didn't cry when he was born. Okay. And um, they said, well, that's weird. And again, I'm 18 and I'm like, don't say <laughs> what is wrong, you know. And uh, so I was just asking um, just for just kind of for selfish reasons, <laughs> too. But OK, so he's now he's six weeks old and your husband. OK, so you and your husband found out you said when you were. Just got engaged. Wait, that yeah. night or yep. we got engaged January like 18th of 2019, and like literally 36 hours later, we got back to the airport in Minneapolis, went to a gas station, and I bought a test because I was just not feeling right. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it'll be negative, and I just need to get like I just need to see that. And it was not negative; it was very positive. So <laughs> well, we went. I went out there and literally like threw it at Brandon in the car. Oh, <laughs> so child I'm so awake. sorry. Oh, I hear him. Oh, boy. You can go get him. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let's see. Can you say hi? Hi. Yeah, that was kind of hi. a hard week, wasn't it? <laughs> Cheers. Your eyes. <laughs> not yet. Okay. Oh. This is not going well. It's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Mhm. Been a little emotional lately. Oh. He'll be three soon, right? He just turned three, September seventh. Oh, okay. okay, September. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. But I mean, we can try and keep talking if he's gonna snuggle for a sec. all right let's try so what was uh you and your were you married at the time then Mm -mm. did you 
not yet. Okay. So what was your guys's reaction um, when you found out that he um, definitely had the diagnosis of being deaf and um, you had a suspicion about the Wardenburg syndrome, but when you found out the diagnosis, how did you guys react? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We were married at that point. Sorry. I thought you were asking okay. about when we found out about the pregnancy. No. Uh, yeah. So I think my husband just kind of goes into like a non-reaction mode, whereas I was kind of just like really sad and upset and scared. Um, and so I think that was kind of my reaction for a couple of days was more just like a lot, a lot of tears and a lot of being really scared. Um, and he just kind of was more stoic about the whole thing. Um, and so I, I just like, you know, whenever anything happens in my life, I want my mom. That's <laughs> just my thing. Aww. And so, um, you know, we went right to my parents' house actually after that appointment where we found out. Um, and my, my parents both know, like, I have a history of, you know, I get really like worked up over things and then I pull myself up for the bootstraps and figure it out. And that was kind of, you know, they let me be sad and wallow in it a little bit. And then, you know, said, this is going to be just like everything else in your life that you, you know, is terrifying at first. And then you make the best of it. Um, and so I think probably a couple of days in, even I started just researching and trying to connect with people. And <laughs> um, that's kind of where I find comfort is, you know, seeing other people living out experiences that I'm going through. And so that was the big thing for me was like finding other parents on social media and like in real life that were raising <laughs> deaf kids um, and, you know, have them be thriving. Yeah, that's awesome. And I talk about that a lot because that's why I do this show is that um, a lot of the things I went through, I want people to hear that you can get through it and it's going to be okay. There's, you know, I mean... Because when you're in the situation or just finding out about something or it can be it can be really hard. And so you, to see people, you know, thriving and being OK or, you know, their kids are, you know, happy and living, you know, and I know he doesn't sound very happy right now, but he, he's probably tired. still. but um, yeah, so that's a good thing to connect with like minded people or people going through the same situation as you Um so can you explain a little bit? You kind of did with the uh, um, Wardenburg syndrome. You explained like the white patch and the hearing loss. But is there any other um, significant um, things that they have or maybe? Um, so there's four types of Wardenburg syndrome. Um, he would be Wardenburg syndrome, like type one. Um, but the only other like really, I guess, concerning components that can go with it is Hirschsprung disease or like any sort of like bowel issues, okay. um, which he did have a little bit when he was little, but grew out of. And then one of the, I think it's type three can have some like limb abnormalities. Um, but we, obviously that wasn't part of our story. Um, and it's interesting because we, so we've been through three rounds of genetic testing at this point to try and like just pinpoint it, you know, for I have siblings and for their sake, just to know like, Hey, is this our side? Um, and so the first round, they typically with kids with hearing loss, they would submit like 120 different genes of things that are common um, causes. And with him, we were like, they were so sure about Wardenburg syndrome that they only submitted those six genes. And it actually came back inconclusive, um, which was sort of shocking, but I guess can happen and does happen in like 10% of Wardenburg cases. Um, so that's his clinical diagnosis anyway. 
Um, there's probably just a gene associated with Wardenburg that they haven't identified yet. Um, and so after that, we did the full panel just to see if there was any sort of like cross syndrome and that wasn't, nothing came up. So we're just kind of like, it is what it is, you know, someday they might have some additional farther testing, but at this point, there's not really anything to be concerned about. Great. That Yeah, that's the main thing is what can affect them in the future, you know, those kind of things. Um, so now his um i saw when he was little because again i follow you there was the blue was it like hearing aids those weren't cochlear implants yet right, right? Yep. so okay. we before getting cochlear implants it's pretty much mandatory to go through like a hearing aid trial for insurance mm-hmm. to approve the surgery um and so he had those from about i want to say he was probably like 10 weeks when he got them up until surgery which was nine months um they didn't do anything for him with his level of loss. Like we didn't notice any additional hearing um, or anything, but it's, you know, we got him used to having something there. I think that's part of why he's been so good with his implants too. Well, that's wonderful. So just the sensation of it has helped him kind of um, transition over to the ones. Okay. Wow. Wonderful. So when, how old was he when he got the cochlear implants? Yep. So he had surgery in June of 2020, actually. So we're lucky um, that it went as planned with it being COVID and stuff. Um, So he was nine months and then they were turned on when he was 10 months. So, yeah. So they wait like three to six weeks typically for the swelling to kind of go down because that can otherwise like impede the programming they do for the implants and just kind of let everything heal. Oh, that's awesome. That makes sense from a nursing standpoint, too. And I work in a recovery room. So that makes all, such good sense. Um, so when, okay, so the, his cochlear implants, have they always been the same ones? Have they always had the Bluetooth in them and everything? Oh, okay. Awesome. Yep. Um, so the internal piece will be the same his entire life as okay. long as nothing malfunctions or happens. Hi. <laughs> um, and then the external piece will get upgraded every five years because, I mean, technology changes so quickly. Mm-hmm. But insurance has been good. I mean, it's great about, like, if something gets a little goofy or isn't working quite right, so we get a different processor, but it's the same model. Okay. Um, oh, that's so awesome. We've had to have it replaced a few times, but... Okay. Well, um, so what was his reaction when he first could hear? So at 10 months old, he's still a baby, you can't really communicate, you know? And so um, I've watched videos, many videos where they get so excited or some of them cry. Um, so how did he react to the cochlear implants? <laughs> it's never usually like this, all cuddly. Um, yeah, he was more on the crying side for sure, which is totally more common. Um, that's a big thing that I like to make known because those videos you see that are like, you know, magical moments in activation and stuff is not the norm. Like okay. for most kids, it's really scary um, because they've never heard, you know, and they don't hear the yeah. nine months that they're in utero either. Like babies develop hearing pretty early on. So really like, you know, he was, didn't have that, those eight or seven or eight months in utero and then the first 10 months of his life. Um, so it was scary. Um, it took a little while too to work up to a point where it like, you could tell that he was starting to hear things um, and they leave it pretty like low and mellow like programming is what they call it at the beginning and then you go back for like a lot of appointments in the beginning to kind of get that changed and upped a little bit and so I would say it was a solid couple months before I felt like he was really hearing like 
conversations and like turning to sound and stuff. Wow. So can I get down? What were you and your husband's reaction though? I bet you it was emotional and amazing uh, to, to see his reaction of him being able to hear. Yeah. I mean, I think more than anything, we just felt like, are we doing the right thing? Because, you know, you see his reaction of being like overwhelmed and scared yeah. and hard to know, like, sorry, now he's creaking a door. Cause I'm sure that's really helpful. In a podcast. It's okay. Um, so it was more just like, is this the right thing? And <laughs> he's so cute. You can't even hear yourself. Um, I think that was the biggest thing was just kind of trying to have confidence in the choice that we made. I feel like as parents, um, that will always happen. So I was going to talk about it in a little bit, but my one son had, um, well, he still has it, but he's, so much different than he was uh, when he was younger, but he's 19 now and he has ADHD um, as burgers, which they don't call it that anymore. And um, uh, bipolar, just like all kinds of stuff. And so as a parent, he was only four when he wasn't really learning and he had learning disabilities. So I decided at his young age, I think he was five when we, when I put him on medicine, but I was a single mom and he was not focusing enough. And he was actually hurting people like physically. And because he was, it was all pent up. And so I decided after changing his diet and that didn't help and it was so expensive and, and I decided to put him on medicine and you do have that feeling. I think with anything as a parent, you know, with any situation, you do have that feeling to like is it the right thing right so I don't want you to you know you're not alone now at this point but yeah my friend actually had to um decide and she's now divorced she was married at the time with the, um her ex-husband who was the father and they had to decide to um um for their child to take off part of the limb because um it actually was affecting his whole body and and at that point you know what do you do you don't want him to lose the whole entire leg. So that was a very hard emotional decision for her. And now he has a prosthetic and he's doing amazing. I think he's four or five and he's doing amazing. And so it's like, at first you would literally write about it and talk about it. I don't know if this is the right choice. And he was struggling or he would cry or, and then within a few weeks, he's up and running around like, and so, you know, and so it's like, it's such an amazing feeling to see it helping you know, him and even in your instance. And just like with her son, he can take off the prosthetic if he wanted to. And so with Coop, he can take off there. They, hi, buddy. Color? Yeah. Okay. Oh, wow. Hey, Coop. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on a second. Look. He wants to say hi. Hi. You say hi. 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 How are you? You want to see, do what you learned, McKenna? Uh, Go ahead. Look, she's going to do sign language. Come here. Come over here so people can see you better. Um, You can talk. She's never been on the podcast before. Hi, everybody. This is McKenna. What? I can't hear you. I have on headphones. Just talk. It's okay. Don't be nervous. It's okay. Just spell your name for him. See, he's he's coloring. He's not even really paying attention. Go ahead. Over here so we can see. Look. 
She's doing the ABCs kind of letters. She's trying to do her name. N N. I just you won't recognize. Yeah, so I said it's okay. It's McKenna. It's ABC. Yeah. Say hi. You learned how to say hi. Remember, I think it's like hi. Say hi. Hi. Hi, buddy. Okay. Color, don't you? She's around a little more at the end. Okay, color. What is? What color is it? What color is this? Hmm? <laughs> hey, you are so cute. Are you cute? You are so cute. Um, I know that you like Lizzo. <gasps> yeah, you do. Huh? So do I. Do you uh, like okay. Yeah. <gasps> I love the invention. It's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. The 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 fact that they put Bluetooth in them is really cool. I didn't know that. I have patients that are older. I don't work with children, but I have patients that get cochlear implants, um, and so they are, you know, older adults or maybe teenagers. And I didn't know that they had Bluetooth. What are you drawing? Yeah, it's pretty nifty. <laughs> it is, and so. When did you guys start doing um, sign language? When did you start teaching it? When did you learn it yourself? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think we started using it pretty quickly after his diagnosis. Just we probably would have used it a little bit anyway, like baby sign language. Um, and so we started introducing like really basic signs at that point. And as far as learning it myself, I'm still very much learning it. Um, it's been just an ongoing process the entire time. I did some like intro courses um, in a sort of, like, uh, deaf mentor program where they match okay. you up with a deaf adult who comes and actually does like lessons with your family. So we did that. Awesome. Um, and then currently I'm actually taking ASL one through a community college. That's so, wonderful. The process. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it is because it's like you're, you're learning a new language and so it's harder and they say, the when you're older, no, you're not old, but I'm just saying as you get older, it's harder to learn a language as opposed to you know now my nine-year-old all of a sudden she wanted to learn and we always knew the alphabet I taught her that when she was little but she's like has this app and she's like literally learning it and it's a um a guy a cartoon guy avatar looking guy and he shows her the signs it is amazing I'm like whoa so um she's talking to it's called hand talk oh wow it's called hand talk I haven't so, seen that one, I don't think. Yeah, it's so amazing. She was teaching me from it, actually, too. So, um, now, yeah, so American Sign Language. So, we, we were learning that there's different, which makes sense, there's different language languages yeah. in the sign language. Yeah. So, um, I can only imagine. English is hard. So, <laughs> learning all the words and... Um, yeah. yeah, and there's even like regional differences. Oh, really? This is why I didn't want you to wake up. It's okay. Regional differences too. How there's like you know Coke, soda, pop, like in English, like yeah. there's different signs, different parts of even the U.S. So, oh, yeah, I didn't know that. That's really cool. Yeah. So, um, so I I follow you again. When, like, how often? Does Coop feel like 
uh, he wants to take a break from his ears? Like, does he, is it out of frustration or just tired or like, you know, why does he, oh, hey, buddy. He plays so with sweet. his actual ears all the time. So that's what he's <laughs> It's been things since he was little. Do you like taking breaks from your ears? Yeah. Do you like to? No, you don't like to anymore. He doesn't no? really wow. like to anymore. Um, sometimes he'll get really, really worked up and like, I'll say, do you want to take your ears off? And no. And, you know, sometimes we still sneak them off anyway because it does calm him down. Because I think he okay. gets in a cycle of like, <laughs> he can hear him. And like, it just gets like worse and worse. Um, but yeah, compared to when he was little, when he would need like, he would get sensory kind of overwhelmed and. He's, he doesn't really do that anymore. He loves having them on. He loves interacting, communicating, and talking. And Well, and you know, and being a toddler, because they're learning so much, that it's so, it's so awesome, because everything is, it can be new, you know, to a, two, three-year-olds. I mean, they're literally learning to complete sentences and to do all those things. So I love how you were in your vehicle, and you and... Yeah. How cool. (laughs) But like how you taught him, because that's, I feel like that's what we all do as parents, you know? Yeah. And, and so, oh, wow. How exciting. (laughs) He's so excited. He's like, wow. Uh, So, and I love how it formed into sentences. It's so amazing. And, and you're so like, again, and you're so patient and you're, you're just, it just shows, I love that you share your life, the story from the beginning, because it just shows that really, <laughs> but it's, it's so not always patient. Well, and you know what? And that's okay. Because like I said, oh, wow, really? That's so cool. Are you loud? What are you coloring? What are you making? Are you making something? Can you make a rainbow? Oh, you love rainbows. I saw that you love rainbows. Yeah, and you got to see a rainbow, huh? Coop, did you see a rainbow? Where was your rainbow? I see the bug. What? No, he's the bug. Oh, he has like a little rainbow projector. That's what he's talking about. Oh, that's so cool. But it only works in the dark, right? It's just orange. That's orange. Orange Ooh, and... Orange. And this was red. Oh, red. It's red. Oh, wow. That's so awesome. You're so smart. So um, I love that age too because it's so amazing. Like every day they learn something new and I was the type of parent that I was like, oh, my gosh, they did this. And people are like, OK, it's not, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, <laughs> it's exciting. Like, I'm so excited about your kid learning how to count to 10. And it's like, oh, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's exciting. So, um, all right. Now, what is the book? We just said what the book was called. But um, and Basically, can you just explain kind of what the book is all about? Yeah. Are you going to let me talk for a minute? <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So it's called The ABCs of Inclusion. Um, it's a kid's book for kind of ages like seven and under, I would say. Um, and every letter of the alphabet is a child's name. Um, they're all based on real <laughs> all based on real children with a different diagnosis. So like 
C is for Cooper. And then it talks about, you know, being deaf, um, using sign language. And so it's, yeah, it's been a combination of like, some of them are people I know or people I know as kids. Um, other ones are just, you want this? Okay. Other ones are people that I've just connected with on social media. Um, and so it was, it was a process for sure, getting like all the right letters and names and having a different diagnosis for everyone. And so it's been, I want to say it started in like January and we're just nearing kind of the finish line of production. So it's going to print really soon, which is exciting and nerve wracking and all of the things. Um, but we're excited, right? Are you in mommy's book? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, C yeah. Is for P. C is for P. <laughs> <laughs> there is a P in your name. So- it is because cooper is awesome huh aren't you yeah can you say awesome (laughs) oh your rainbow pillow yeah oh wow you got a lot of rainbow stuff yeah for a neutral loving mommy it's really fun (laughs) i love my like browns and creams and that's funny my kid is obsessed with rainbows that is funny well so that's the thing i was a tomboy and my daughter is like so girly and i'm like i don't know what to do with this find ways to stretch you (laughs) that's right um so but it's awesome it gives you different aspects and different points of view you know and um so i love it that's really awesome And there's nothing wrong with browns and neutrals. That's cool, too. You know, (laughs) that's uh, what's he saying? The rainbow still. Okay. The rainbow. All right. So. Hey, buddy. Can you turn it off? So how far does the Bluetooth work? Like, because I've watched again, I. I can't we can keep saying I follow you. It's so weird. But you're on TikTok and you're on Instagram and all those things. And so um I love that you make it fun. And so he can be playing in you know on the playground and you're talking to him. And I love when you say, Tell me one of the things you tell him is so funny. I love yeah, like the drop it like a tot yes. or yeah, I Yes. Yes. And I've heard you say like stank leg or stuff like that. It's so funny. And so um, it's got to be fun for him, though, because you seem like and I know you said you're not always patient, but none of us are. But you seem like a really cool, amazing mom. And I just want you to know that. Thank you. So, I tried. No, I, I can only imagine, you know, what you it's got to be hard because I know when he gets frustrated as a parent, you want to fix things. And, right. and and so it's hard. You know, my one son would cry every day trying to do his homework. And again, I was 20 when I had him and 18 when I had the other one. And it got to the point where I had I started taking him to counseling because it was like, I don't know what to do. And I would get frustrated with him. And I was like, this is not um very productive because now we're just both sad and and frustrated so you know so it's like and that was just small things I mean it was big to us because you know he he couldn't process it right so it was very hard he had to go to a place called Easter Seals which I love Easter Seals I don't know if you ever heard of it he's okay Mm -hmm. 
He's yeah, going. yeah, but I can't hear though. <laughs> what did okay. you say? What? Now we got a foam roller. Oh, stretch. <laughs> Can you go get a book? Can we get a book? Yeah. Can you go find one? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. What part did you hear? Sorry. <laughs> um, that you both getting sad and frustrated. I think okay. <laughs> yeah. So basically, that's that's basically it. Is that he started going to a place called Easter Seals, which was really amazing. And they have occupational therapy, speech therapy, and physical therapy, and I loved it and helped him out a lot. Um, and he took a- occupational therapy there, and so that was my support system was because otherwise I just felt so bad. He had a hard time reading and stuff like that. So, um, and I would get, so I would have to go on the porch sometimes and cause I don't want to get sad in front of them, but I just felt, you know, so I understand like as a parent, when they're upset, you want to comfort them, but you also, you know, sometimes we can't, you know, stop. <laughs> what is it? He's singing his ABCs. Is he reading? Oh, ABCs. Hey, yeah, ABCs he's are amazing. All the letters off the foam roller, and then he was singing. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now you're wound up. Can mommy finish talking? Is that okay? <laughs> we'll try. Soon my husband will be home. Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey. Woohoo. Mommy, mommy's got to talk. Do you want to watch more full on my phone? Probably not. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. You're going to fall. Look at, can you, here, Be careful. can you read the newspaper? Open it. Let's see if that keeps him busy for a minute. So when, when you came up with this idea, um, was it when the diagnosis, when he got diagnosed to, um, no, I think it was a couple years in cause he would have, okay. he would have been two when I kind of like the wheels started. I was just driving one day and I'd always kind of thought about writing a kid's book and like the idea just popped into my head, like that specific idea. Um, and so you are not opening my massage gun. Um, this is what I was worried about. Hey, look at me. Not right now. Can you go get a toy? Okay, go get one. Go in your room. Um, and so what was I saying? I'd always thought about writing a kid's book. Oh, I had a friend who had written one recently um, from Minnesota as well. And she worked with a publisher out of the Twin Cities. And so I just kind of talked to her and got kind of the info and went from there. I'm going to grab him a toy. Okay. Here, sit down with these. Yeah. Okay, go sit down. Move on. There you go. See if that lasts a minute or not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I started working with a publisher out of the Twin Cities and love, it's been a great experience. That's awesome. That's really seems like a fast from January to, to now that's, that's a, seems like a fast process. So that's amazing. It's um, definitely been faster than I think we anticipated. Um, and I mean, 
part of that's just I'm a pretty responsive and quick actor. Like I like to just do things when I decide I'm going to do them. Um, so that helped. And yeah, they've just been great to work with too. That's awesome. So the kids, like you said, um, you knew some of the parents and then you got, so how did you decide which diagnosis or did you decide by the kids? Like you had met the kids and then you included the diagnosis or you wanted certain diagnosis in it? Um, I mean, I had certain ones that I for sure wanted to highlight, like, you know, ADHD and anxiety and Down syndrome, like, um, you know, both a combination of like visible differences and non-visible. Um, and so that was, you know, I had that list kind of in my head and filled those in first, I would say. Um, and then after that, it was more like, you know, I needed certain letters and the letters were the kids first names. Like a lot of times people like I say that and I think they still kind of jump to like the like assuming that the diagnosis is the letter and that's not like it's not D is for death. That's not what I did. I, did, I wanted it to be like person first. Um and so it got it got a lot harder at the end to kind of fill those in, like some of the letters like Y and U and like making sure that they weren't like repeat diagnoses either. So it's kind of like a crazy puzzle at the end. Yeah, I can imagine. Um, but that's really amazing of you that you that you did that. And I think it's very important as well. And is very special that you went with the letters of the kids names, because that's what the story is about. It's not it's yes, they have these diagnoses, but they are individual person. So I think that was beautiful that you did that. And it's important for the kids to see themselves represented. Daughter did a video of Little Mermaid. My daughter is biracial. You just saw what she looked like. And um, this is the first time she's ever been on, like I said, but she did, she was on a rock and she was singing um, a part of your world or whatever. And the new Little Mermaid is Haley. And that caused a big situation with people. But um, but to see all the videos of the little girls that were being represented and watching them watch Haley up there and sing so much to me and it like brought tears to my eyes. So even for my little girl. And so I think representation really matters. And I love that people are making dolls, um, yeah. you know, if for different diagnoses and everything and, and specific to certain children. And <laughs> you did it. Okay, can you close it? Oh, yeah. Okay, get your markers and come back over here, please. Did you drop it? Yeah. Okay. All right. Found the Roomba. Oh, how cool. <laughs> oh, it's not working. Oh. So. Okay. Two. Two. One, two. <laughs> I love very this laugh. Wound up child like 90% of the time. So. Well, no offense to boys. I find that boys have all the energy. Oh my gosh. Like, I, I, I that's what, that's just my opinion because that's how it was compared. But, but not my oldest son. My second son had all the energy in the world. And my daughter is more like, She's more kind of chill than, you know, but yeah, boys, I find like, they just are like ah, all the time, like explosive, like all the time, you know, and, um, but that's what makes them so fun. Right, mom? 
<laughs> Most of the time. Yeah, right. I know. Not when you're trying to do something like this or yeah. or eat or take a shower or <laughs> yeah. The bathroom. Hey. Right. Or go to the bathroom without having a child in there. Now he's jumping on the bed. Okay. As long as he doesn't get hurt. No more jumping. Monkey <laughs> is jumping on the bed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So do, do you have any advice for anyone who is raising or help raise a child with disabilities? Um, I think it's hard to like speak to such a wide range of things right. sometimes. Um, I'm just making sure he's not falling. I'm trying not to be distracted. <laughs> but he's the type yeah, no. of like, no, please make sure he's safe. <laughs> Let me talk for one minute. What is he saying? Can you show? Show him. <gasps> Let's see. Uh-oh. Hey, do your sign language. Do your jumping. Okay. Okay. Well, was signing about jumping. Um, I think the biggest thing that I always like to kind of highlight is like at the beginning, you know, letting yourself feel what you feel and not being guilty, feeling guilty for it. Like I spent a lot of time feeling guilty that I was like grieving in a way because I still had this like child who was healthy otherwise. And, you know, like my head was like, Oh, well there's people who have it so much worse or, Oh, you know, whatever. It's really easy to like minimize your own experience. Um, but just because like somebody might have it worse, that doesn't mean that it's not one of, you know, your, your worst things or it's a big deal in your world. Um, and so I think going through those sort of like five stages of grief almost is normal and common. Um, and I don't think it ever really ends. I mean, it definitely like tapers off. I don't really feel like we have, can you hear me? Okay. I can hear you. Yes. I don't feel like I have like hard days. Like I used to in terms of like for a while when we would hang out with kids, his age, like the comparison was really hard. Like seeing, so I also have ADHD and like have a really hard so time do I. overstimulation, like from different directions. So that's why you see me kind of like start yes. to shut down when he's like this and I'm trying to do something else. So it's not you. No, um, it's okay. I, I'm thing in my own head. That's um, exactly how I am. So yeah. I understand completely. That's why I keep looking over at her. That's why I'm usually alone in here. But yes, I understand. I joke all the time. Like I wish... He also has an issue of being an only child and getting all the attention, if you can't tell. Hold on. You need, you need to take a break and let mom talk for a minute. Okay. 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 You can jump on the bed. Okay. Well, let's see. I stole his ears, so maybe that will help. Um, he gets a little bit quieter sometimes when they're not on. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, so like hanging out with other kids. That was hard for a while because like I would see the rate that their language was developing at. Oh, we're kicking the window. I just <laughs> deep breaths. Um, so that's, that's kind of tapered off. And I feel like, you know, part of that is due to the fact that he is thriving in language and just kind of, but it's also been accepting the fact that like, our path is going to look different than other people's paths. And that doesn't make it any less like meaningful. And I think in some ways, like it's really, it's really cool because we get to experience things that other people don't, or maybe don't put as much like weight on. So like for the longest time, every time he said something new or even, even still like today in the car, he was repeating long words after me, like Mississippi and Minnesota. And I'm just like, wow, there was a point like where I did not think he was going to say ball. Like, 
Um, so to realize like that we still get to celebrate all those moments, I think that's really beautiful in a way. And that can be hard to like grasp in the beginning for sure that there's, there are so many silver linings. Yeah. And like you said, that that's such a special thing. And I think like, I mean, I did the same thing and I, my son could hear fine. They didn't have like, I mean, his ADHD was a disability, but it's not the same as the level, like, and there I go, I'm the comparing, but, um, but it, you know, it did, it did affect him a lot, it affected the whole family. So um, it was the same way when he did something or even any of my kids, even my first baby when I was 18 and anytime, I mean, he could have went and I would have been like, Oh my gosh, you know, and they're like, that's nothing. I'm like, it is to me. Right. And so that's, that's the great thing of it. Like appreciating and, and valuing things that some people take for granted. Like that's what I think about all the time. And I think it's a blessing that I get to take care of people because I look at them and it's not to de value whatever I'm going through, but it's to say like so many people are going through so many things. And I, I look at all these young people and like, you know, this one guy literally all of a sudden lost his hearing. And so for him, after he got the cochlear implant, it, you know, it, it wasn't on, but he just said like, I can't wait to be able to hear again. And then I sometimes would just take advantage of stuff like to be able, and I um interviewed I loved, I love her. I've known her since she was a little kid. She's my friend, my son's friend. She has cerebral palsy. And I interviewed her at 22 years old. She, I mean, 21, sorry. She's way more mature than I've ever been, you know. And she's helping, um, trying to get the Americans with Disabilities Act, like more companies to follow it because people don't. And so she was saying, what if you can never, if you always had to be in a wheelchair, right? Like, and that's been her whole life. And so then I think about like all the things that I've taken, the fact that I can go into any store, I can open the door, I can go into a store, I can walk up the stairs, I can do those things. And it just puts things into perspective. And so the fact that you, yes, you should celebrate those things. And I look, I'm making noise now. You should, <laughs> you should celebrate those things because it's amazing. Even, you know, any toddler, it's so cool when they learn something new. I love it. I don't care what age, even my daughter... Yay. Even my daughter at nine, you know, wanting to learn sign language, she learned Russian for a little bit. And I was like, Russian? Really? Like, out of like all the things. And so I spoke, I speak some German, and your name is German. So I speak some German. I'm like, you don't want to do German? She's like, no, I want to do Russian. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So those things are amazing. And like, I love your advice because you're right. Like, our hard times might not be the same as somebody else's hard times, but they are ours and they're important to ours. And that's what we're going through. So it's, it's okay to, to feel whatever you're feeling. Right. And so, um, and you're being a great support system and I know it's very hard. So I have a joke. I do some comedy, but I have a joke about how um, I got diagnosed by Dr. TikTok, but that's not true. But with anxiety and ADHD, but I I interviewed an ADHD life coach and he basically diagnosed me, but he's not allowed. And he said, I'm not diagnosing you, but I can tell you what kind you have. <laughs> yeah. He's like, but you check off everything. He's like, you have all of them. Basically. I'm like, 
Thank you. But I knew that, you know, and, and that's okay. And so I understand what you're saying, like overstimulated and like, I didn't realize it when my kids were younger, but now I definitely know, like, because I can't focus on so many things. And then I try to take on too many things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. And so then you're just like, Oh wait, where do I start or whatever? And then, so I, I, I think you're amazing and you are you're just, you really are. You're really amazing. And it's okay that you get, you know, sometimes not as patient because we're humans, right? That's what we do. It's important to me that he knows, obviously, you know, sees that because people aren't perfect all the time. No, nobody's perfect. I mean, we're not like little robots that are just like one dimensional and stay the same. That's not how it works. And that wouldn't be good for him either. He needs to see the different emotions as well from you guys. Right. And so that's just it's just being a parent. Being a parent is so hard. (laughs) It is hard. It's like the hardest thing that we could ever do. Right. And so it's it's the biggest blessing. It's amazing. It's my favorite job, but it is hard. What's he doing now? Hanging on the window with a charging cord. Oh, Normal things. He won't break it, will he? No. Oh, oh now I'm getting a, a pouty lip. Oh, pouty lip. No. <laughs> All right. So do you do photography? I think I saw that you... Yes, I did too. Yeah. I used to. It's I love it. It's um. I don't even. I shouldn't even call it my side job anymore. It's not my side job. It's a job. But I still do. I work full time doing um web design too. Oh, amazing! Maybe I need to talk to you. But <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's so cool. It's very therapeutic, I think, and um, like taking pictures and just like um i used to do families and i did Mm -hmm. some weddings and stuff but like i love taking pictures of nature and building and then waterfalls i love waterfalls i love rainbows i love the sky like and i feel like that um for somebody that that i have a hard time focusing on or i focus on everything that it kind of zones me into like you know i'm saying like i just focus on that and the beauty of it i think it's really cool so yeah that's so awesome Nature as a whole is kind of my like escape slash, you know, I got sober. I've been sober almost 10 years and I wow. really struggled with like the whole like higher power aspect because I'm not religious at all. And like, I finally realized like nature is that for me. Like I just need to, you know, something that reminds me the world is bigger than me. <laughs> and so yeah. I think that's, you know, even, even in hard times with him, like I'll be like, Brandon, I need to just go on a walk and you need to take him and just kind of reset. And, um, I don't, I think people feel like selfish when they do that sometimes. And I think I'm a better parent when I take time. <laughs> Absolutely. It, it's, it's better for everyone for you to get your, a break and get time to just kind of get it together and just think, you know, because you don't want to react in a way that like, well, I'll say for me personally, um, I know when, my one son the ADHD son that's not his name but when Tay was he would be beating up my other one who's older than him and so I talked about it on the episode with the ADHD life coach but I talked about having to protect both of them in two different ways and so it's really hard I mean and literally I would have to go as a single mom 
like once they were saved, they're okay. They're in their space sleeping or whatever. I'll go on the porch and I would just have to like take some deep breaths and like, you know, compose myself or like try not to cry in front of them because it gets, it gets uh, overwhelming sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so, um, that's awesome. Do you work from home then with the web design or? Um, I, I keep all of the coffee shops in town in business. <laughs> oh, good for you. I'm at coffee shops constantly because we live about, we live on like a 20 acre hobby farm. So we're actually like 20 miles outside town. So when I'm taking him to daycare, my mother-in-law's like, it it doesn't really make sense to come back. Um, And then we we do have like an office too, but most of us are remote. So um, I'm there occasionally, but mostly coffee shops. I love it. I absolutely like I, um, I've probably made been made fun of because I bring my laptop with me because it's my and that's the thing with me like I get overstimulated as well so I like to go places by myself I think yes, that I too. love it oh I love it I'm going mean, by myself me like, too I've gone by myself that's like the best thing in the world if you ask me yeah <laughs> I've been to the movies by myself yeah yeah and so you and I have a lot in common yeah. um and uh, so. Like, just let me be by myself. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. I love people. I love people. But I love to. And I feel like some people feel sorry for me if I'm by myself. And I'm like, oh, no, this is great. What do you mean? Like, I'm excited. <laughs> this is my piece right now, you know. And um, and I love my kid who's like, oh, I love you. Uh, she's looking at me like. You know, I think a lot of times like, people will always tell me, like, you're such a good mom. You guys are, like, always out and doing something. And I'm like. It's because I will lose my shit if we are at home. Sorry, am I allowed to say that? Yeah, say what you want. We're yeah, at I, home yeah. Because he like he is so much more wound tight and emotional at home. Like we have to be out doing things because quite <laughs> crawling in the background here. <laughs> I enjoy being around him a heck of a lot more when we are other places. <laughs> yeah, and and again, it's different stimulation for him and different environments and stuff and so that helps him learn and grow and be around people and with toddlers that's what they they need and so yeah so if like going to the park that helps him get his energy out and helps you you know kind of be able to just like you know that he's not banging on the window and all that stuff at the house you don't have to worry about you know i understand completely completely so Oh, it's Cooper. Yeah, that one is Cooper. Oh, let's see. Oh, look at him. Hi. Your ears. Your ears. Oh, Cooper's so cute. Like right now, he doesn't even have his implants on. He's still just talking away. Wow, that is so amazing. He's a tough guy, too. Like, to, I mean, I've watched. I keep saying that I'm not a stalker, everyone, but, <laughs> but I, I've watched so many videos and just like of how like resilient he is. Like, he's just like boop down and here I am, you know, and, and that's awesome. And, and I think that personality. <laughs> yeah. And that shows that you guys are, are awesome parents too, because he's allowed to be himself. You, you show him, love discipline like all the facets of it it's not like he's allowed to just you know do whatever but you also know when he's upset and let him you know what i'm saying there's like a, a fine line i think and um so i i 
I'm just so glad that you um, talked to me. I can't wait to buy your book and I can't wait to see it in schools because my daughter's older than the seven-year-old um, Mark, but she still will definitely love to read it because some of the um, diagnosis that were in that are going to be in the book, I've never heard of them. So I think yeah. that's wonderful that you that you included so many things and some of them, I don't know if they're rare or just maybe I haven't heard of them. Um, some of them are, yeah, combination. Yeah, okay, so I need the mm-hmm. light. Yeah, can you open? Oh, what are you saying? I don't know. That's all right. He's it's showing your real life, though, Beth. <laughs> this is, honestly, this is better than I thought it was going to go. So I'm proud. Okay. I'm proud of him, and um, because again. Like he's used to having all the attention. He's like, "Mommy's turned the opposite way. What is happening? Why is she facing the it's not like a self play kid?" <laughs> and that or that's it's like pulling things down and like you know not not just like quietly playing. <laughs> no, again, my so I had my kids two years apart, but even my oldest one um, didn't ever just go off and play by himself like he wanted to be you know entertained and now with technology they always want to be entertained but uh (laughs) so constantly i wish he liked screens more really i would just like when we're out in public and i'm like i need you to just chill like he won't he's not one of those kids that you could just hand a screen in hell he just wants to be in everything yeah Yeah. we're not gonna play with the massage thumper either (laughs) not right now Oh boy! You have a dirty diaper too. Oh my goodness! Well, I on that note, no, I'm just joking. (laughs) Is the best timing. I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, What you looking at, Coop? Oh, he can't hear us. That's right. Looking outside. Trace. He loves nature too, and that's like you. is your is your husband like that too? Is he like a nature kind of guy? That's awesome. Sure, yeah. So that's Minnesota winter is going to be rough for all of us. Tell you that much. Yeah. How cold does it get? Way too cold. Ne- like negative? negative twenty real temp, and like negative forty with the wind chill. It's insane. Oh, <laughs> that is stupid. How do you go outside or get anything? Oh my uh, gosh, that's crazy! Does it snow a lot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I I, I lived mean, some in others, but I lived in Maryland and Ohio, and um, I can't say it snowed a lot compared to northern states. Like my grandmother is from um, was from uh, Massachusetts and or rhode island one of those sorry she's she passed away at 95 but anyway she's from one of those states and they had the snow up to your hip all the time and then in maryland and ohio if we got like four feet we were like oh my gosh it's the end of the world <laughs> you know and people live like that all the time the like the cold and then the blowing like the wind just gets insane oh. where we are because it's flat Mm. so i'm sorry but uh have you lived there your whole life no what's your winter he would not walk on snow. that last winter he would not he wouldn't step on snow so we're hoping this winter is a little bit better oh wow so what did you just put him in a stroller or 
I mean, I'll just carry him to the car. Carry him. <laughs> like, yeah, we just play outside. Oh. So. Well, because he's yeah. smart, it's too cold. <laughs> he's like, no thanks. I'm good. <laughs> All right, well. Bye, Coop. I yeah, will I let yeah, I'll let you um, tend to him. And thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, you taking the time and your busy, busy day of uh, raising a newly three-year-old. He just turned three. And um, he likes to explore. And so, but I thank you That's for it. sharing your truth and your story. And like, even about, like you said, like I have ADHD, so it's hard for, for you. I mean, because... That's got to make it extra hard, right? So I'm um, I'm proud of you, and I really want to keep in touch with you. We have so much like in common, yeah. and um and I love I love finding out the things that I have in common with people. I'm like, oh my gosh, like that's so cool. So I think you say that again. I said, be best friends. Yes, with all the people I was like, things in common, with. all the yeah. all the internet people we meet. <laughs> Yeah, I know, really. That's how I am. But I love people anyways. Like, I'll be like, that person's my friend. And my boyfriend's like, are they? You don't even really know them. I'm like, I'm claiming them. (laughs) Yeah. And he's like, maybe they don't consider the U.S. I'm like, I do. I consider. Hey. Thank you. Ooh. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Be you. <laughs> All right. Well, Thank you. Um, yeah, I hope it was helpful. For absolutely. Yeah. I think it's, it's a beautiful thing that you're, what you're doing. And um, my season two actually starts in January. So I'd love to have you back on and, um, and then talk about the book and show the book and do all that stuff. Oh, where can we find it once it, once it gets released? Um, I would say the best way to like stay up to date with that stuff is my, website which is beth beth and coop.com and then there's like a newsletter sign up where i'm going to send out alerts when it's because the kickstarters are done so that version of pre-ordering is done but there will be another one so. okay i just signed another, up another, today perfect yeah yeah i did i i just got the email earlier i was like woo. um so okay so your your social media is it all beth and coop or um Instagram and TikTok, yes. Facebook Reels is just under my like normal Facebook my name, and then YouTube, I think is Beth and Coop also. Okay, there's there's this funny because it's not like that's not the URL, but that's my like name on there. So right, okay, but that's that's actually linked in my TikTok. So okay, wonderful. So um, that's where we can find you. So hopefully everybody go out and get the book if you have if you're a teacher. Or, you know, a principal, you should get it for your school because it's going to help so many kids, especially if they have any of those diagnoses to let them know that they're not alone and that they um, there's other kids just like them. And so and it will help other kids with get an understanding of not trying to be judgmental. And again, that's why I do my show, because I don't want people to judge people as is that we're quick to do, you know as humans yeah. like we're just like oh they're different let me judge them and and you have no clue um and it's none of our business number one but being kind to people is very important and so um that's something that 
just because you don't understand something doesn't mean <laughs> what's he saying want to go outside want my shoes oh he wants to go outside. okay so but yeah so I, I think it's it's wonderful what you're doing and i'm so glad that it's going so well too so fast and i can't wait to see it yeah no he's excited again <laughs> oh. well thank you i appreciate you finding me and asking me to be on and i'm glad that it worked out yeah thank you so much and uh, yeah. like I said, we'll keep in touch and I will send you, um, well, I have your number, so I will talk to you and just, um, when's the, you said by January it should be out or sorry, what, That's I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, it just it was dependent on printing at this point, but yeah, okay. a couple months, hopefully. Woohoo. <laughs> So, all right. This has definitely been the most um, interactive, loud episode, though. <laughs> Welcome to Cooper. But it's beautiful that we get to see, like, this is really, it's like watching one of your videos live, which is really cool. Um, that's why I I think it's great. Um, there, what are you doing? And there we go. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Yeah, you need to go run. Who's he go? He's going to go run. Oh, my gosh. He's said, so yeah, he needs to go outside and just like. Yeah. Do you guys have like playground equipment or anything outside or? Yeah. Because you have yeah. what? What'd you say? 20 acres? Would you? Yeah, we've got a big yard. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, that's really great. Yeah. And you said you have three dogs. Is that right? We have three dogs, way three too dogs. many barn cats, and chickens. <laughs> oh, I saw the video where he said you guys were going home, and he's like, our house, chickens at our house. Yeah. Oh, that's Love so cool. And that's really hey. good for, for little kids to see, like you said, animals, nature, all that stuff. That's wonderful. Okay, well, I'll let you tend to him. And I thank you so much again. I think you're awesome, and I will definitely keep in touch with you and thank you for including uh, my son's diagnosis, too. And um, I wish that not that he was little again, because he's changed a lot. He's very he's um, he's responsible. He's a manager now at his job. He's not getting in trouble. He was getting in trouble for a long time. And now he's he's a great young man, adult. Not that he was bad, but he was just acting up because he would get so frustrated with trying to learn that he would just act out instead of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, but thank you so much. And um, I can't wait for all the millions of people you're going to help. And you're just awesome. And, and you can make it into a series. I'm sure you have plans for that or whatever you're going to do. Yeah. Cause there's so many kids with different diagnosis, right. but yeah. But thank you, Beth. Bye. Coop. I know he can't, can't hear me right Say now. Bye. But. He's busy taking everything in the room apart. So. <laughs> oh, oh, well, let him go run and have fun. And thank you again. And uh, I know it's oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. 24. Does he go to bed at, a, at an early time or that you can kind of rewind and, and relax? He's pretty good about that. He's, that's he good. sleeps in too. So we get that. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's wonderful. All right. Well, I'll let you go for real. I talk a lot. Everybody knows. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you, Beth. I appreciate you very much. Yeah, thank you. I All appreciate right. you having me on. So. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Have a great day. Bye.
Thanks for listening to Authentic Points of View podcast. I hope that something you heard today changes your point of view. If you would like to share your views, please email me at authenticpointsofview at gmail.com or leave a comment on Facebook at Authentic Points of View Podcast. Remember, always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart. listening to authentic points of view podcast i hope that something you heard today changes your point of view if you would like to share your views please email me at authentic points of view at gmail.com or leave a comment on facebook at authentic points of view podcast remember always be mindful of other people's journeys and have open ears and an open heart <laughs>